This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, sitting across the table from me. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center, Denver, Colorado, Greenwood Village, technically. Um, thanks for being with us. It's the midweek point. We always kind of check in on our feelings of, you know, where are we kind of leaning in this game? Has it changed since um, the aftermath of, you know, last week's um, NFL games, which were great? I don't know if there's a, such a thing as a bad week of NFL games. Um, the Steelers are not the Steelers of old. I think that's my theme for today. And I think you still believe, personally believe, that uh, they're formidable. And mm-hmm. we looked at some numbers yesterday, who and what they are. Statistically, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Okay, They've only scored 67, I think, points, yeah. which is the second or third fewest in the NFL. I think the second fewest in the NFL. Giving up 30 more points to maybe 27 more points than they've scored um, this season. And I think... I call them, I think they're rebuilding right now. They just happen to have their old quarterback still as a part of the transition from, you know, old talent. The You know, James Conner's not there. Um, there's, you know, the, like, even, like, Juju's, like, the oldest guy, one of the oldest dudes now right. on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's And weird. Juju's not even one of the best receivers on his team anymore with two young studs in Deontay Johnson and uh, Claypool. Clace. Clace. Chase Claypool. I put it together. Clace pa- Um So, you know, the problem now is they have these, you know, one of the maybe top six or seven maybe groups of receivers in the NFL and, you know, Big Ben can no longer get it done and, and deliver. Mm-hmm. The dude's washed, yet he's still playing. I said yesterday, I don't know if it was in the podcast or the show, that they need to have some kind of, this is my last season ceremonial um, farewell tour for Big Ben. Right. Because then it's like, I don't know, it's an acknowledgement of the great career, but also you have kind of something to play for each week. Is this last time, you know, at this spot, last time at this spot, you know, a little present from, a, you know, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the, you know, 10, 12, 13 greatest quarterbacks of all time, whether you think he's a scumbag or not, you know. That's, you know, that's a different story altogether, I guess. Um Initial feelings right after the Ravens game yeah. on Monday. Yeah, uh, we're a little a little bleak for I me, so. honestly. Feeling down, uh, especially after Teddy Bridgewater had the concussion. Yeah. might not get to be, rejoin practice until Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if 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 things go well, he could return maybe a little bit sooner. Um, but if he only has one day of practice, uh, that could bode well uh, for the Steelers' defense. But also. Um, is there any opportunity for Drew Locke to play in this game? Because no, not what at if, all. What if Teddy Bridgewater isn't ready situation. to go? That's that's the worst case scenario. That's the so worst case scenario. If, and if Teddy's head isn't right, then this could be a long day for the Broncos. Um, I see no reason why Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't be back. Why a concussion a concussion would take him two weeks to be out. I hope he's okay. I don't know what his um history. Sorry, I'm going to grab this golf ball here. Uh, I don't know what his history um, 
with concussions is. I don't think Teddy's the guy who said his bell rung a bunch of times. I don't remember that being the rap on him in, in um, the pros or in college. Um, guys get hit. Guys get hit hard. Um, he's a tough guy. I think he'll bounce back um, pretty pretty strong. I think it's a game they lose with Drew Locke playing quarterback, and it's a game they win with Teddy Bridgewater playing quarterback. I think it comes down to that. And why wouldn't it? I think you'd be naive to think otherwise. Oh, there's all these other guys in the field, and it's going to be come down to the lines and this kind of stuff. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. But, like, you know, who's going to go win you the freaking game? Teddy's going to go win you this game, where Drew Locke's going to go you lose you this game. So, you know, that's to me what it is. We're desperate to have Teddy back, just like any NFL team would be desperate to have their starting quarterback in – um, in the lineup, um, I'm with you on kind of my feelings, got those feels. I was a little down after the Ravens lost, but also they took undefeated away from us. Right. Uh, and they took our quarterback away from us. They knocked him mm-hmm. out of the game. It was kind of a double whammy, left us feeling a little reeling a little bit. I think it was flashbacks of last four years, not just last year. And uh, I think we've been able to shake that a little bit. Yes. So now on a Wednesday – I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, not Me so too. bleak. I think Teddy is going to be able to uh, rejoin practice very to a limited capacity maybe tomorrow on Thursday. Um, that's what Vic was saying. Like If, if everything goes right, then Let he can rejoin Drew practice Let all the reps and all the touches. Teddy will be ready to go. Um, so now I'm feeling like Drew the Broncos needs to work. can get the victory. Um, the Steelers are bad. Yeah. There's Steelers, not like – again, we looked yesterday rough. and talked about teams who – the three and ones, the one and threes. Who's going to bounce back? Whose one and three start was just a stumble out of the gates, and who has a chance to bounce back? And whose three and ones were, you know, fool's gold, as we called it. Um, the Steelers three and one is like a real true three and one. They're a or bad team. One and three. I'm sorry. What, the Steelers one and three is a real true one and three. Of, um, that's a poop team. Um, they can't score points at all. Um, they can't move the ball down the field. Um, he cannot push the ball down the field right now, Big Ben. Um, and their defense, while is, I don't know, man. I don't. I can't blame the defense for them losing games, but also when your offense, you know, one of our great sayings is when your offense hangs you out to dry like that, makes it really tough on the defense. Even a defense that is somewhat playing well and keeping a the team in the game, they're losing in all kinds of ways. And I think they're losing confidence as well. Uh, Mike Tomlin is one, their one saving grace and their one hope for me thinking he could put something together in order for them to win this game. I'm not going to – I'm going to still respect the Steelers because I respect the brand. I respect the tradition. They're probably the greatest franchise in NFL history. Yeah, one of – Well, mean, New England is was shit before Tom Brady. If we're you talking know, consistency – Steelers. The steel curtain through the Cower era to, you know, through um, everything that Tomlin and Big Ben has done. The Hall of Famers are endless. Um, I mean, they've had like three coaches for like four decades. The tradition is kind of like unlike any other, like the Masters, like our guy Jim Nance would say. So um, I think that's what we're living in fear of, though, too, is all of that. I mean, anyone who's like, oh, the Broncos losing the Steelers this week, anyone who says that thinks it's the same old Steelers, hasn't been paying attention and doesn't really kind of watch football. Um, I don't want to go say Broncos win this game right now because I want to build up a little bit and pick it right 
on Friday, but I'm feeling good about this. Feeling good. Like, like I, I should. should. I'm feeling good about this, and I think the Broncos uh, find a way to take care of business and bounce back from a game that was, I'm hoping, uncharacteristic because you got punched in the face early, and you were quite yeah. never. You might have like survived the fight standing up. You know what I mean? Not got knocked out, but they got. They were never right once they got punched right in the face, and our quarterback did get knocked out of the game. I think the belief. Um, of in winning that game, got knocked out of the game along with um, Teddy. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. The right off the bat, um, they got to a quick start. You know, the Broncos got that that first early lead, but then uh, the Ravens just were were everything right after that first touchdown. Oh yeah, the Ravens were in control of the game. Okay, but the Broncos were still in the game. That's the way I've kind of decided to maybe. Define it because they right. weren't blow, you know, blew out completely, blowed out. It could have been um, a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse, and it could have been a lot different if um, Teddy's in that game, goes and fights him a field goal before the half, comes out in the third quarter, gives me a field goal, not even that touchdown. Then Jacob, we got uh, 13, thirteen. We got a twenty-three thirteen, and we might even have a twenty to thirteen at that time, which is a one-score game. Which the defenses would have the way that game, like you know, to me, the way the, the game was feeling um, was that would have come down to you know i don't think this at any point um were the ravens going to skit to 30 points the broncos defense was playing too good and and then it, um it was very clear that the broncos weren't going to be able to generate touchdowns um they needed some field goals and it just didn't happen drew lock couldn't do it um Shermer couldn't give drew lock what he needed to do it can't blame drew lock for everything but also he was the one guy with the ball in his hands controlling everything he was one guy who could have made the throws made the plays um and got this team back into that game so it's always you know on the quarterback you know it's Vic Fangio people take a lot of you know he takes a lot of shit from people people call him the show think he's a poop coach we get that quite a bit you know and you can play Shermer too. Oh, yeah. Shermer too, totally. But Shermer got like a new lease because Teddy Bridgewater, you know, Teddy Bridgewater make any quarter, um, um, offensive corner look respectable because he's a great player. Um, but you see what Shermer is without a professional quarterback. It's not ugly. It's not you know he he's not that type of guy to where mm -hmm. his offense with anybody leading it will go get you seventeen points and look respectable. Shermer's you know has some you know with Drew Locke, they put out some freaking stinkers, bro. They averaged fifteen last year, right? Fifteen. Awful. I mean, how many single digits do they have games? A handful. How many? Oh, man, the Broncos were bad last year, and there was, what happened against the Ravens reminded me of it. Um, but I've turned the page, okay? Um, today we feel a lot better about ourselves here. Um, even, then, even then we did yesterday in Tuesday's podcast where we're ramping back up. Um, Let's not disrespect the Steelers. Let's show them proper respect. But also let's believe in the Broncos to have taken that next step towards being able to beat a team like the Steelers. And I think we were put in check a little bit and trying to take two steps. You know, when you're like running up the stairs, you try to jump two, and at some point you might just kind of ah fall, hit your knee. Ah. Like Peter Griffin, um, we, you know, we were going a little bit too hard. Mm -hmm. Came back down to earth a little bit. We're just going to take these steps proper. Just take it slow like our parents warned us. Don't run. Don't run. And, you know, you can't run. Don't run by the pool. You know, and it's a kid like slips and, oh, 
Ouch. It's a scene. Right? Maybe it becomes a big old scene, and then uh, the Broncos, uh, now they start reeling a little bit. Uh, everybody starts thinking that they're just like the old Broncos all over again. But yes. th- let's be real here. Th- this Broncos team is much improved. Uh, yeah, you're from, right. From the last few years. I think and, that's a – do you know what? That is a scare of some people. Like, it's going to come crashing back down to earth. They're better. They're better. So while we don't know if they make the playoffs better, you'll see it by the end of the season, the progression through the product on the field and in the win column. Even if it's not 10 or 11 wins and it's just 7, 8, 9 wins, you know, you're going to see it. This is more of a professional outfit. They're, they're better now. But Jake, we'll call this the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Want to mention our partners in this podcast, DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, actually, has an offer this week for you guys. Um, Take advantage because, again, this offer wasn't as good as it was. This is a great offer. But week one, what they did was it was a little bit better, a little bit more. So what I'm trying to tell you is this is a great offer. Take advantage right now before this offer is off the table. Before this offers off the table where you're, okay, well, tell me the offer already. Okay, chill. It's bet $1, get $100 in free bets. Well, if I, what if I lose my dollar? You get 100 in free bets. All you got to do, log on to DraftKings, okay? Uh, make you an account, deposit you, all I, log on, use our promo code MHS. Use our promo code MHS. It's very important. Uh, make an account. Deposit you a few bucks, 10 bucks in that account, bet a dollar on any NFL game this weekend. They're going to put $100 in free bets into your account, period. Okay? No questions asked. Parlay these babies, same game parlay these bad boys. Um, prop bet them any way you'd like to do it. Um, I told you Jake I had last night just a little $10 prop that paid out 800 bucks. I missed two legs of it. But I was in it, and what I didn't miss it by a lot. We were pretty close to everything we liked, including the Chargers covering. Um, gave you that one on the radio show. Uh, but we do all our betting on DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook app is easy to navigate. It's spectacular. I'm telling you guys. Um, I don't feel like a bookie, but that's like kind of dumb now. You know, my bookie is DraftKings Sportsbook, and he pays out quick, and he never talks back to me. I don't have to meet him in the dark alleys, and um, and I trust him. Um, find that in your bookie. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, though, $1 turns into $100 in free bets when you use our promo code MHS and you sign up right now today and get involved in this weekend's NFL games. Uh, 21 and older, present in Colorado, new users only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jake, where do we go from here? So from here, uh, there's a couple ways to me that I think the Steelers can win this game. We already talked about one of them, Drew Locke starting for the Broncos. Um, and going back to last Worst year's case, style of air offense. out of the sale. Um, I don't even want to think of it. Right. Happening. So that's that's the one way. I think another way is a lot of how the Ravens beat the Broncos, and that's rushing the passer. Uh, so the Broncos have given up twelve sacks in the first four games. Yeah. So that's that's not a that's not a no, good no, ratio. No, that's not that's not what we want. Um. So three sacks per game. Again, it caught up with that. Is what got Teddy knocked out of. The, out of that game. Exactly. So Vic Fangio said uh, protection is a lot of people involved with that. Uh, obviously, the offensive line, the running backs, the tight ends, uh, when they're asked to pass protect, and the quarterback. It's a multifaceted operation, and I'm sure we had breakdowns all across the board. 
Um, and then when he was talking about uh, the rookie, yeah. you know, who filled in for Dalton Reisner mm-hmm. for his for his NFL debut, yeah, um, you know he struggled. He started with a, a false start penalty. Um, um, they struggled. They got. A, they were. They knew it. They took advantage of those um, those holes. Um, there's five guys on the offensive line. Half of our offensive line was missing. Yeah. Um, so Natani Muti and, and Quinn Miners both struggled. That's a recipe for disaster anywhere, anytime. Whether Brady or Rodgers are playing quarterback, but most certainly when you don't have one of those guys, um, no surprise. We tried to downplay it. We thought we could overcome it. We tried to BS our way through. You know, we tried to put tape on it. But, um, it was, you know, it was like electrical tape, trying to tape a cardboard box. It's like, just don't have the right <laughs> tape. You know what I mean? You got to get the different the right type. shit here. We need to go get us some of that, um, you know, shipping tape. Right. So then Vic Fangio said uh, about Quinn Miners, I told him before the game to just be the kid from Whitewater, Wisconsin, and don't be anybody different. Uh, and Garrett Bowles said, I felt like he came in there. He wasn't rattled. He was real calm and collected, and he stepped up big time for us. So you know he's getting some uh, good praise from his head coach and, and uh, you know, you know, I don't know. I want to like him. I wanted to be more than just a big fat belly and a big personality. Um, I thought they kind of failed this week, but it's yeah. the, and if guys first NFL start against a team that um, believes they're going to the Super Bowl this year, and, so and I mean, they really take it for what it is. They really dialed up the blitz against the Broncos because they knew that the offensive line was struggling and that they were uh, injured. So if that if that trend continues, if Dalton Reisner or Graham Glasgow cannot play in this game or both of them, then the Steelers are going to do the same thing, especially with their their uh, Pass rusher T.J. Watt, uh, one of the best in the league. So that's one way I see the Broncos losing this game: uh, a, a banged up offensive line and a dialed up blitz for Mike Tomlin and, and Tomlin and the Steelers. Those are the those are the two only the two ways that I can see this Broncos team losing this game. Um, let's see here. Broncos lose this game, uh, turning the ball over. Um, that's an easy one. Uh, I don't think they could really afford any more injuries and have to get a couple guys back this week. Um, I think that don't let Najee Harris have a big day and then make Ben Roethlisberger only have to throw the ball 20, 22, 24 times because he's got 20 throws in him or 22 or 24. He doesn't have 30 or 35 get like that the early old Big lead. Ben. So um, I think take control of this game early. Impose your will a little bit. You're in there building all that kind of stuff. We're just big boy football now. If we are trying to take the Steelers playoff spot away from them, then you got to go kind of handle them. A close game in their building will f- come in, uh, will be into their favor, fall into their favor. Um, and I'm going to respect these guys. I got a lot of respect for these guys, but also um, I'm uh, more than ever really take every NFL week for what it is and every NFL season for what it is. Last year's doesn't matter. Well, what happened last year does, does not matter to what is happening this season. Um, reputation doesn't mean anything other than uh, talking points and setting up primetime football games. You got to go back and prove it every single year, every single day in the NFL. There's nothing like it. There's no other sport like it. 162 baseball games. A team can be, you know, there's ups and there's downs. And it's like um, an NBA team, man. It's, it's, you know, how one guy can kind of carry you or lift you and you, you can get hot. So many things in an NFL game have to go right in order for a team to have success. So it's like 
can the Broncos put all that together again this week and do it against a team like the Steelers, who is, again, um, one thing that we value around here is urgency and desperation. We think that's very powerful stuff when a team is playing um, with a real sense of urgency because they're so desperate because they know if they go one and four, their season's probably over. So... We'll call this the Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Tomorrow, Jake, will kind of be the big show. Thursdays and Friday shows, you um, do something else on Fridays um, that's very important. I can't tell people. You're like, it's like a, you're like a, like it's like science. You know what I mean? Like you're doing stuff for, um, to, the greater good. Yeah. Like that's to save humanity. Um, <laughs> And Danny Bailey will be in, but tomorrow will be kind of our big show where we'll um, do some predictions. We'll look at some props. We'll um, maybe go quarter by quarter here. We'll, you know, man, I, I, I want to, don't want to miss anything this week on the Steelers. I want to see it coming for better, for worse. Uh, I think we'll be able to do that. I think the Broncos are going to bounce back. Um, character and heart, you know, um, are, those are just kind of words. I mean, parts are real, and they you know, they beat, and there's blood pumping through them. But character is like not a real thing; it's just words. But also, I think character and heart stuff. Um, teams that bounce back from losses like that, overcomes losses like that. Um, they have the right leaders, leadership in place. I hope these guys rally behind Teddy here, and Teddy's uh, come back this week. Um, we'll go see when Teddy Bridgewater leads these Broncos to a, a win over the Steelers. How valuable this guy is, and again, the difference of having a guy like him or Drew Locke for guys who still call the show. Uh, we have them, like guys we respect, friends of the show even, who are like, we're calling in with these lock takes, like still coming to lock support. I have no clue. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Again, it's like, uh, it's uh, like I said, my comp to that is the guys who are still on board with lock. It's like your girlfriend who promised you she'll never cheat again. Oh man, it was just a mistake. She was just a night out with the girl. She got too drunk. Um, oh, she'll never do it again. She's sorry. Right. right. So, you know, not, not on our watch, Jake, right? No way. No, no, no way. not at all. We're the guys hooking up with your girls. Just oh. kidding. Oh, we're just kidding. We're married. Uh, Jake's not married, but he's got a beautiful woman. Whoa, I'll tell you. Um, okay, that's the end of the podcast, Jake. Good stuff. Where can you find this podcast? Spreaker, Podbean, Apple Spotify, Play. Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere. MyLifeSports.com. MyLifeSports.com, the MyLifeSports app. It's a beautiful app. Anywhere. It really is. Easy to navigate. Go to, I mean, download the MyLifeSports app if you haven't done that. Really, truly. I, I, I don't have tons of apps on my phone, Jake. I'm not that kind of guy. The MyLifeSports app is easy to navigate. It's a thing of beauty. You can find our radio show on it. Um, you know, watch us on the radio show. Um, find the podcasted versions of the, our radio show, as well as the Broncos Blitz podcast. Drake, uh, Jake, great job. We'll see you. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Um, let's do a big tomorrow. Yes, let's sir. Let's nail this podcast. The total will be interesting to look at tomorrow. We really haven't talked about that yet um, because I think we're waiting for things to kind of still shake out, play out. Will Teddy be back? What's it going to look like? Injuries, all that kind of stuff. So we're in the business of making profit, uh, making money, turning a profit as well. We do it on DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, thanks for being with this podcast today, guys. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.